Good evening, everyone, and welcome to volume two of my sermon series entitled Noah Preaching About Things He Hasn't Quite Perfected in Himself, but would still like to share with a wider audience. All kidding aside, the subject of today's sermon is something I am still working on in myself, and as a result, in the future, you all will probably witness me relapsing into opaqueness on occasion. I hope you'll forgive my uh, slight hypocrisy in this. Will you pray with me? Lord, I pray that the meditations of my mind and the words of my mouth and the feelings of all hearts will be found acceptable to you on this day. Amen. I must confess, when I first read tonight's passage, I was horrified. My initial interpretation was that this couple had been struck dead by God for nothing more than declining to give all their wealth to God. In this interpretation, God is almost Stalin-esque. In subsequent readings, I realize that this interpretation is seriously flawed. Firstly, Anais and Sapphira's deaths are not caused by their withholding of their money, but instead by their lying about it. This is made clear when Paul asks Anais, and this is going to be a bit off because I use the new revised standard version, not the common English. Oops. Wasn't that property yours to keep? After you sold it, wasn't the money yours to do with whatever you wanted? This interpretation is less galling, but still seems a harsh punishment for lying. To, to be completely honest, I still find it difficult to reconcile the loving God found in the rest of the New Testament with this image of God. Perhaps this is just a result of the difference between our modern world and that of the first century AD. Regardless, the story of Anais and Sapphira is still full of important worldly and theological implications today. On a worldly level, it is amazing how many problems are caused by a lack of transparency. This is true both in real life and in movies. For example, over the break, I saw the Lego Batman movie. Spoiler alert. Lots of spoilers. Anyway. In it, Batman is terribly afraid of going through the pain of losing people close to him again. As a result, he constantly pushes away people who are trying to be his friends. Since he keeps the fear motivating this behavior hidden, those same people begin to view him as an arrogant jerk. In real life, I wonder how many friendships have been destroyed by a similar lack of transparency. I wonder how many wars have been started because nations are not similarly transparent about their fears and intentions. World War I certainly comes to mind when we think about wars caused by a lack of transparency. Clearly, this lack, this lack can have severe worldly consequences. Anais and Sapphira's story is also full of significant theological ramifications. The key line that got me thinking theologically is when Peter says, quote, you have lied not to the people, but to God. Think about that for a second. What does it mean to lie to God? Is such a thing even possible? If we believe God to be an all-powerful, all-knowing being, how can one lie? Can one deceive an all-knowing being? Initially, these thoughts led me to conclude that any attempt to deceive God was to deny God. However, this conclusion was unsatisfactory to me. Plenty of people, including myself, have been dishonest with God without assuming that God is not all-knowing. Why then do we lie? I believe that is because there are things in our lives we hope that God does not know about. Even though in our hearts we know he does, we still don't want to own up to our shortcomings. Perhaps we don't completely trust God to forgive us in that most radical promise of the gospel, that even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. By complete coincidence, 
or perhaps divine intervention. The Bible passage we studied at Rick's, in Rick's Bible study on Wednesday, by the way, as an aside, 10 out of, uh, those are amazing, 10 out of 10 would Bible again. <laughs> Perfectly sums up my thoughts on this matter. Quote, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from unrighteousness. That's from 1 John uh, chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. We can see from this passage that it is hard to achieve reconciliation, either with God or, to be honest, in any relationship, if you don't recognize that you did anything wrong. There are other reasons deception is problematic. It is only by acknowledging our flaws that we can grow spiritually. This is true in a secular sense as well. It is only by being completely honest about our deficiencies as Christians, as students, or even as friends, that we can improve ourselves. Nobody is perfect, and nobody can ever truly achieve perfection. But by being more open and forthright with ourselves, with others, and with God, we can move closer to perfection within ourselves and in this world. Thank you. Red button again. Different button.